Are you ready to stop the self-sabotage and create the life you desire? Well, in order for that to happen, you need to break free from the bad beliefs that are holding your success hostage. You need to optimize the stress by turning it into extra energy for success. And those hurtful habits? Well, we need to give that pain a purpose for progress. Welcome to Stop the Self-Sabotage and Create the Life You Desire podcast. Really, what would be so bad about this? A mom that decides after the lockdown and the pandemic has happened and she sees her kids at home quite a bit because that's where she's working from. What would be so bad about the fact of her deciding that maybe her kids need her more than her job? Uh, maybe her kids need her more than um, uh, the what she was getting out of going on all the fancy trips because of her career and all the different things that she could do for her family. What would, what would be so bad about that? Or what about the person that's been following all the protocols on the social distancing? What could, could hold them back there? I mean, they're doing everything they need to do to stay healthy. Or what about the fact of, oh my gosh, it's not a lockdown. You know what? We need to be grateful that we have a home that we can stay in. What do all three of these things have in common? What What is being developed within all three of our women that we're dealing with that is actually going to hold them back in a greater way than any pandemic could ever do? Welcome to pandemic values whenever you decide what's important because you're forced into an experience how that is actually going to lead to more problems and if you've joined me live you know I'd love to hear a shout out from you as far as uh, what you think might be coming up with these okay let's go to our mom who has decided that her kids are the most important thing and she needs to downsize her career. Uh, she needs to um, focus her attention on her kids and make sure she's creating the experience for them that is going to be one where they can thrive. How can this go bad? Well, when working with her, like, okay, well, tell me, um, what you got out of the job, you know, to, what did it do for you? Well, high levels of leadership. She really enjoyed uh, bringing people together and then going, okay, this is the project and this is how we're going to follow through on it and giving them the KPIs. So it actually brought her out in high levels of leadership. And then, okay, well, what the job provided for you besides uh, fulfilling the fact that you had levels of leadership, which out of our core four, that's going to be the top value. Now let's see 
what motivated you to continue to get that value met. So, you know, what, what, what else, what was the rewards for this? Oh, wow. Well, we did some pretty phenomenal vacations and uh, I was able to um, provide uh, the, these wonderful parties for my friends, you know, whenever someone's daughter uh, was going to get married. Okay, uh, what could I do there? All right, excellent. So we're going to take away the fact now that you're going to be a leader and we're also going to take away the motivator of how you get status. And all we're going to leave is your kids. Can you see how this is a problem in the making? We've, we've all known people who try to live their life through their children. See, her needs and her motivators are not going to go away. She just has to find a way to get them met that's going to be healthy and functional. And taking everything away and then saying, well, it's all for my kids also tells her mind that that means it's all the kids that are going to find that her mind will have to find the ways to get leadership and status met through what her children are doing. Well, I can tell you in about 20 years as these kids are moving into being adults that have to function out in the real world, that's job security for me because they're going to have no idea on how to do it for themselves because they will have done it for their mother all those years. It's not the type of job security I want. Now let's look at you, your needs and your motivators. There's four needs. It's known as the core four. And then there's the five to thrive motivators. Those are not going to go away. You need to find a way to get them met in a healthy way, not by taking things away in your life, but by adding, adding additional ways that you can express yourself and not relying on someone else or something else to make it happen for you. Okay, so where is she? She's decided she knows what's important. What's her happy ending? She wants to be able to be there for her children in a way where she can create leadership within them, where the, the status that they can receive by, by fully expressing themselves. That's what she wants to do. But in order to do that, she needs a system to where she discovers what she values and what motivates her. And then she needs to be able to apply that same system to the people in her environment. That's what she needs, not taking things away and then subconsciously expecting other people to fulfill those needs for her in a dysfunctional way. That's what's going to create more problems. Instead, this is the system of who she is, and now she needs to bring that system to others. Now let's talk about social distancing. I'm going to tell you right now, Dr. Amen was right. We should have never called it social distancing. We should have called it physical distancing because the part of your mind known as your subconscious, that runs all of your habits and patterns. And success or failure 
is simply a repeated habit and pattern. Well, that part of your mind takes everything literally. So it says if you need to social distance instead of physical distance, that means that it is going to begin to cut off the connections with those around you. Uh, do you remember failure to thrive? The study they did with monkeys when they took them out of an environment and they isolated them? Oh my gosh. Yeah, look it up. Bad results. And we're going to be reaping those bad results for quite some time. So I've had a couple of people that I've worked with here recently. Uh, one of them said that, okay, I've got these health challenges coming up and I, and I don't know why. Okay. Um, my, my knees have fired off. I've got acid indigestion. I'm getting these migraines. Now she was doing everything she needed for her health. And, and she kept looking at maybe there's something else that I need to be doing. Is it my diet? Okay. Is, is it my physical activity? But if you want better answers, you need to ask better questions. But you can't ask better questions because you're programmed and conditioned with what's known as a subconscious scotoma, which is a blind spot. You're going to keep going back to the physical plane and going, there, there's an action that I need to take that's different. But our actions and our physical results are run by our emotions. And so I asked her, so tell me about your relationships. Oh, I, I, I've been doing the social distancing. Oh, well, tell me about that. Yeah, you know, whew, I pretty much don't see anybody and I'm protecting myself when I go out. Okay, we have failure to thrive. It's not social distancing. Again, not my concept, concept Dr. Amons. It, 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 it's physical distancing we need. See, our powerful mind, the subconscious, which runs all of those habits and patterns, seeks what's known as amplification experiences. It must have emotional experiences to turn it on. But because it cannot make the decision, are those emotions ones that are peak or in the pit? It can't make that decision. It just seeks amplification of either feeling really good or feeling really bad because emotions are what runs the subconscious to turn on your habits and patterns. This is the reason why somebody who, who has numbed themselves out, well, if they've numbed themselves out too much, they're not taking a shower and they're not brushing their teeth and um, they're not eating because there's no juice, there's no electricity to run the subconscious to turn on those habits and patterns. All right. Now, uh, uh, we're going to go into this just a little bit more in a minute, but there was someone who also came to me who was self-employed and said, oh my gosh, I'm doing everything I should be as far as my marketing and, and getting the word out and uh, nothing's working. Again, physical plane results, the manifestation. And I'm like, okay, you know, t tell me what's going on with your friendships. T tell me what's happening there. 
oh yeah, you know, we're really not getting together with people. And I've got a book club that I can show up for every once in a while, but I really don't. And, and when I do show up for people, um, in my group of friends, you know, that they, um, I do, some streaming things and where they get to watch me, but it's, there's really not a whole lot of engagement. I'm doing these craft things online and they're watching me do it, but I'm, I'm not really bantering them back and forth. Again, we have failure to thrive. We must have those emotional relationships that amplify us, that turn us on. So where are we? Instead of physically distancing, we have social distanced. Where do we want to be? What's our happy ending? We want to be surrounded by a group of others that are actually going to turn us on at our very best. So what's the system that you need there? You need to look at how your mind has been programmed and it only takes programming 91 days to take effect. And this has been going on longer than that. You want to see how you've been programmed with your identity to cut yourself off from relationships instead of pulling back the physical connection. So it's physical distancing, not social so you want to look at the identity that you have optimized that says, I need to withdraw and understand that's why you're having a failure to thrive. And what you can do to start getting back into those relationships, even though it may be virtual, you still need to be surrounded by others, physical distance, not social. So you need to look at the identity and what you what needs to happen for that identity upgrade. Okay. The third one. Oh, and this is so insidious on how it works because we think we're doing it right. We're we're finding the silver lining in that dark cloud. It's not a lockdown. We should be grateful that we have a home that we can be in. Well, let me ask you this. What would you say to yourself if you were in a situation with a partner that was neglecting you, neglecting you at the least, abusing you at the most? Now, it doesn't have to be physical. It can be emotional and mental. Mental neglect or emotional abuse. Why can't you ever get this right? What, what would you think of the person that said, oh, you know what? It's not a bad relationship. At least I've got somebody to be there with. Really? Or what about a boss that always takes advantage of you, always dumps work on you, doesn't want to pay you for the work that you do, and when you do do something stellar, well, the boss claims all the credit. What, what would you think of, oh, it's, it's not a bad boss? Oh, at least I've got a job. Mm-hmm. Welcome to bad gratitude. And that's what a lot of people are turning to right now, is that I need to be grateful for the fact that I'm settling, settling for less than my best. And again, if it goes longer than 91 days, 
Now we got a challenge because there's something known as your RAS, your reticular activating system, that will continue to seek out the situations and the people to reinforce those emotions that you've been experiencing. It takes 91 days for a belief to be formed through continued results. See, first we started on the physical plane and then we went to the emotional and now we're looking at the mental. 91 days for you to form an identity. And then after that, your RAS will find all the people and all the experiences to continue to reinforce that identity. It doesn't matter if a lockdown is going to be lifted because now you will continue to find all the ways to settle in life. Okay, so that's where, where you are. What's your happy ending? Where do you actually want to be? So you want to be turning on your very powerful mind and those beliefs to find all the ways that you can fully express yourself based on your values, based on your motivations, and based on the beliefs that you need to have for you to experience a quality life. It's what's known as an identity upgrade. That's what you need to be focusing on. It's not, oh, I should be so happy I'm home. Well, you know what? Now that I'm home, well, let's make the most of it. What needs to be upgraded? What needs to be improved? What do I need to release? What do I need to bring more of in? That's what you want to be looking at, not pointing the finger at other people, but pointing it at yourself and say, how can I expand my control and my focus and my feelings and my actions? All right. There's actually a five-part system to this. It's known as uh, Five to Thrive. I, I'm giving you free access to this system. So you can go through all five steps from where you are in each of these areas. Where do you want to be? What's your happy ending? And then here is the system that you can use to begin to experience same-day results. How do you access that? Go to drewdawnferguson.com forward slash five, the number five. drewdawnferguson.com forward slash the number five. And begin to decide the values that you have because you are living and leading a high quality life. Because if a pandemic has to teach you what you value in life, you got more problems than just the pandemic. Instead, you should be looking at any situation, any experience you're in and going, I'm going to use this to experience myself at my best. So that way, no matter what comes along in life, you're revealing who you really are, not what a situation not what someone else with their supposed control over you and not what bad gratitude is teaching you to have in life. It's time for you to go beyond settling and instead move into sustainable success. DrewDonFerguson.com forward slash the number five. So I look forward to experiencing you
making the world a better place because you're better because you've learned learned how to turn your brilliance on even brighter. See you on the other side of that light switch. Becoming a healingpreneur, could that be you? It's not just a career, it is a calling to help people peel back the layers so they can move into progress of their brilliance and their magnificence. If this could potentially be you, then I want to let you know, I am offering you the ability to train with me privately at the group investment. I only have room right now for one person to be able to do this over the summer. We're going to take a look at our schedules and we're going to fit training to where it it's a good fit for you as well as what I have open. Uh, and you can take up to three months, not only to train, but up to three months to take care of your investment. But again, I only have an opening for one. Why is this? Because my trainings that I do, uh, even on the advanced side, are a little bit lighter over the summer. So it creates space. And that might be a space and a place that is waiting for you. So this is what I'd like you to do. Go to dawnlandrum.com, click on the tab, become a certified hypnotist, see everything that is offered there. Uh, Again, it is at the group rate that you will be training with me privately. And then reach out to me. There's going to be a button that shows up on the bottom where we can have a phone call. And let's make sure that this and myself are the right fit for you. So Healingpreneur, is that your calling?